This is Adam Cole, and you are listening to the podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. You are now listening to the official Wrestling News Source podcast. For all of your wrestling information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or find us on Facebook by searching WrestlingNewsSource.com or WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, iTunes, and Spotify by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron and Tyler. And in fact, I'm going to go ahead and make a guarantee for one of them. Uh, The first one is for for this year, for 2020. (laughs) And I think I can pull it off. Uh, The second one is I want to wake up 365 consecutive days. (laughs) So if I can do that, I've already gotten two down. It's a big goal, but I've got 363 days to go. If yeah. I can wake, if I can go to bed and wake up 363 more more times consecutively, yeah. then I'm okay. Yeah. Uh, as far as days, days, because because I discussed it with my wife and she was like, "Well, what about if you take a nap?" I'm like, "Shit, I didn't take that into account." <laughs> well, we'll make it we'll make it days as opposed to just times. Yeah. So 363 more days, and I will complete my New Year's resolution. There you go. I think that's a good one. I, I think, think I can pull that off. I think that's reasonable. Yeah. Um, and uh, I'm really, I don't know, I'm really looking forward to, uh, I know we're getting a little sidetracked here, but I'm really looking forward to the Royal Rumble this yeah. year. Because, one, it's in Houston, so that's going to make it a little special. I'm Part of me is bummed. Part of me is not bummed that I'm not I think it's. You think it's bummed. Be- You're bummed because where it's at. Yeah. It's um, different. It is. I mean, it's going to be at a baseball. Excuse me, I got the hiccups now. It's going to be at a baseball stadium, and just knowing from where I've sat in that park, you kind of have to be really close to see what's going on, because you're going to be looking at two people as opposed to at a baseball game where there's nine people on the field plus the batter or whatever. Like, it's hard to see what's going on. So part of me is like. I would like to go to say that I was there, but on the other hand, I'm paying money to not be able to see anything. Yeah. Look at the screen. Look at the screen, which I could do from home, plus get the commentary, and I don't have to drive home, and, yeah. and we don't have to risk sitting next to jerks, because yeah. the last couple of times I've gone to a wrestling ex, you know, wrestling show or something, there have been jerks there. Yeah. And it's kind of like, you know, that that takes away it takes away some of the experience from me where it's like I don't want to deal with that. So we might we might go to Worlds Collide that Saturday and we're definitely going to go to the uh the Fighterman uh, autograph show yeah. earlier in that day. Yeah. Uh because Bray Wyatt's going to be there. We already got our ticket purchased. We're going to go see Bray Wyatt. How much is it to see Zach Morris? Uh, that's a good question. I have to look Zach that up. Zach Morris is trash. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'd be willing to give you 10 bucks if you go up and, and ask him that. I'm sure he's been asked it a, new, a number have of times. Have you seen the episodes of Zach Morris Have you trash? seen how much of a jerk you are? <laughs> but uh, We're Screech. <laughs> off making some adult Porno. film or something. Yeah. I don't know. He punched a guy. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so we're, we're definitely going to that. We're yep. going to Pasadena for that. And then we might go to Worlds Collide that evening. And then Sunday for the pay-per-view itself, we're going to have gonna a, win some money. We're going to have a party. Yeah, we're going to we're gonna put some money down <laughs> I was lucky. It. Hell, really was lucky. That really was. You lucky. don't. There's no skill. You got it's, dealt it's a all lucky luck. card. Yes. Yeah. 
and uh, and I've got the bingo stuff ready to go so we can draw our numbers and all that. And I, like, I really look forward to that kind of stuff because it's like it makes it a little more fun. And the people who come over, like, we were at your mom's house. Yeah, because my internet decided to crap out that time. Yep. But this time it'll be different. Internet's good. We're going to be just fine. And, um, you know, it, it makes it a little more fun for the people who don't really watch wrestling, but it gives them a reason to be That was like Sushan because he showed up last time and he almost won. It was between yeah. me and him. Yeah. So, uh, so it should be fun. And uh, I'm really looking forward to that. But in order to get to that, we have to sit through a few more weeks of Raw. Yeah. <laughs> Yuck. Uh, and this uh, god-awful wedding, that was pretty bad. I don't know. Some people seem to have enjoyed it because it was so bad. Like, it was trash TV. Yeah, it, it very much was that. And uh, I think the thing I enjoyed the most was when... Liv Morgan came out and declared that she was lovers with Lana. No. Oh, okay. I don't know if they kissed. They, yeah, they kissed. Not. They did not. And then, uh, or what was it when oh, Bobby's Bobby. makeup got on? Lana. I don't know if you watched it because he kept on like pointing to his nose. To he was get trying to tell her. To her. And she kept on rubbing. like, it's not coming off. <laughs> okay. I saw one comment. It was like, she kissed the black off of him. <laughs> like, dang, oh, dude. God. Wow. It was such trash and like the TV. But know. you know what? The makeup rubbing off onto Lana, that kind of showed how trashy this stuff was yeah like it was so i don't bad. think i don't know if WWE planned it that way to be trash like that maybe it, some people thought it was trash but vince was like this is some good shit supposedly he really enjoyed this segment yeah he would and he's the one he's the mastermind behind this i segment. don't know if it's true it was reported that um sonny deville is, is deville yes was pissed sonny kiss Oh, no. Sonia Deville. Sonia, De- I said Sonny. Sonny. Sonya. I was like Sonny Kiss. No, or Sonia Sonny- Deville was pissed. Yeah, because she tried to pitch this, and she tried to like pitch. This. She tried to pitch a storyline between herself and and Mandy Rose, where they would have uh, a uh, a lesbian angle in. Because I don't know if anyone's aware, Sonia Deville has is is an outed lesbian. She yeah, you know, she has a girlfriend and all that. So um, she tried to incorporate a storyline to include that. And was shot down. And now they're doing this. I don't know how you can justify this and get away with it. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, oh, that's good shit. Well, I'm talking about, like, not just to the public, mm-hmm. you know, to someone, like, in your company who yeah. wants to do it, who's been pitching this. Yeah. Yeah, you go with someone who's straight. That we know of. Though, yeah, that's true, that we know of. I mean, they could easily just come out and be like, "No, no, no, so she's what's bisexual." So this whole thing that they've been they've been doing like video package of Liv Morgan, and then they that's come out. that's where I have the problem with this of bringing Liv Morgan. So they were gonna they were hyping her up for a big return. They were teasing her, and all of a sudden, nope, we're just gonna skip all that. It's, it it kind of reminds me. It's, it's similar, but it's very different from like. Emma, it's like, yes. oh, she's, it's going to be this new character yeah. and stuff. And they're like, you know what? Let's just change her mind. You yep. know, like that. I'm like, what? Yeah. Well, they changed their mind on the fly. So it's that whatever happened in the past is in the past, sir. Yeah, whatever. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's where I had the issue was. It was like, okay, you've kept her off of TV for so long. You're repackaging her as something else. And then it's like, no, never mind. We're just going to have you come in and be part of this angle. It's like, eh. But, I mean, to be fair, she's being brought in on the most watched angle. 
as trashy and as bad as the segment is, it's getting viewers. Yeah. You know, it was the most watched segment on Raw. So, I mean, like Brian Alvarez said, you know, Vince did this on purpose. He intentionally made it bad so that people would tune in. Talk because about the it. longer the segment goes, the longer the the story goes, the more people are wanting to tune in to see how bad it really gets. You know, and people will complain that, oh, it's, it's terrible. The old man's lost his mind. But, I mean, the ratings are proof that people yeah. are tuning in to see this. And you go on YouTube, and it's their most watched segment on YouTube out of all the segments from this past week that were uploaded. Well, I don't know what that would go against it for it to be, you know. I don't know. I mean, there wasn't too many other big moments on Raw. Yeah. But still, it's, you know, it, it it's proof that, that it's getting attention and people are talking about it. Proof is in the pudding. Yeah. I mean, it, it's sort of like the, the John Cena dilemma. For years, people were like, dude, just turn him heel. Just turn him heel. Like, he'll he'll get such a better reaction. It's like, he's getting a bigger reaction being a face uh, despite the fans. Yeah. You know, like, whether he wanted to turn heel or not, it doesn't matter because he's going out there and getting a reaction. And if he turned heel, then he would be cheered, which is what a face does. Yeah. So it's like, you're watching something that's terrible so that you can complain about how terrible it is. You know, yeah. It's like going some. It's like going to a bar and ordering a drink that you know that they put dishwater in. Huh. Like you watch them do it, and you drink it, and you're like, "This is the most terrible thing I've ever had in my life." Yeah. Hey, come here. You got to try this. <laughs> so what you're doing is you're incorporating others, yeah. as opposed to just being like, "No, no," like we're not doing this. As opposed, but what they're doing is they're like, "Hey, come and test this. You know, try this drink, and then tell your friend about try this how bad. drink. It's called the Lana. Tell them how bad this drink is, and it's like you can't, you can't accurately describe how bad it is. You just have to see it for yourself. You have to yeah. try it yourself, and so that's what's happening. Here. Now we're gonna set up Rusev and Liv Morgan versus Bobby Lashley. Probably, Lana. we'll probably see that in a week or two. But here's the thing. Here's the here's the little uh, conflict that I have with with the whole Rusev involvement. Okay, obviously they had a giant cake. I knew he was in it. Oh, everybody knew he was yeah. in it. I mean, come on. But here's the thing. For weeks now, since they've done this whole divorce angle or whatever, he's been glad to get Lana out of his life, right? Yeah. So wouldn't it make more sense if Rusev was the one? To keep people away from objecting to the wedding so that he can be like, no, y'all get married so you can get out of my life. Yeah. Wouldn't that make more sense as his character? Yeah. As opposed to stopping the wedding to fight Bobby Lashley? Yeah, that's true. Like, that that's where I have the I'm ready for her to conflict. get out of my life. Yeah. It's like, no, you guys, please say I do. Get so what there. do we know about the in their real life how what's going on i think they're still together yeah they just don't show it on their yeah facebook and yeah because for christmas i want to say that they had a picture of lana in their living room and you know she was holding her dog or whatever and then like a day or two later rusev was in the exact same room like there was a picture of him in the exact same room see i thought that um Bobby was already married. 
He's, I believe, single right now. But he has but kids. But he, he does have kids, yeah. He's like Heath Slater. He's got kids. Uh-huh. <laughs> but he's going to give <coughs> Lana the Dominator. Mm, dominate her. So, I don't know, man. It's Like I said, it's trash TV. The fans were chanting Jerry. So, know, that, yeah. that tells you exactly Jerry. what kind of programming that yeah. they're watching. Um, and supposedly there's more of it to come. So we're going to stretch this shit out. One of the, one of the storylines that I would like for them to stretch out is the Daniel Bryan and fiend storyline, because to be honest, I don't know who's going to be the guy to take the title (laughs) off of Bray Wyatt. The, you know, whether it be Rome, maybe they go with Roman reigns, you know, or me personally, I want it to be Daniel Bryan. Happen and I, I definitely don't see it happening at the Royal Rumble. Undertaker, it's not gonna be the Undertaker. Let's be real. Goldberg, no, come on. Kevin so, Owens, no, he's on Raw. <laughs> so, the way I see it playing out, okay, so Daniel Bryan this past week won the number one contender match to face the Fiend at yeah. Royal Rumble. I would say that between now and the Royal Rumble, at some point, you have Baron Corbin come in challenge Daniel Bryan for the number one contendership. Dolph Ziggler gets involved, cost Daniel Bryan the number one contendership match. So at Royal Rumble, it's the Fiend versus King Corbin. Weird, man. Very weird. But, you know, obviously the Fiend would win that match and continue to face whoever he's going to face at WrestleMania. Now here's where the the kicker comes in. Daniel Bryan now no longer has an opponent for Royal Rumble. So there is a match where he can win to face an opponent at WrestleMania, that yeah. being the Royal Rumble. So I feel like it's going to come down to Daniel Bryan or, or Roman Reigns. Well, this, no, they're not going to win the Royal Rumble because Adam Cole's going to win the Royal Rumble. No, he's not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so in, in at least in my mind, this is how I would book it. You have Baron Corbin defeat Daniel Bryan to face uh, The Fiend. At Royal Rumble. Yep. So people were kind of like, wait, what? Like heel versus heel, but Fiend's kind of like the tweener because, you know, he's a bad guy, but he's being cheered. Um, and everyone despises Baron Corbin. So Corbin holds his own for a little bit, but the Fiend manages to overcome him. Daniel Bryan goes on to win the Royal Rumble to face the Fiend at WrestleMania. Hmm. That's how I would see it. Like, if you're going to have whoever's going to be. Whoever wins the Royal Rumble, I feel like is going to be the win, the one to defeat uh, the Fiend. John Cena. It's not going to be John Cena. I feel like it's either going to be Roman Reigns, but I would really like it to be Daniel Bryan. I feel like one of those two are going to win the Royal Rumble. Undertaker. It's not going to be the Undertaker. Rey Mysterio. It's not going to be Rey Mysterio. Damn it. It's not going to be damn it either. <laughs> Sorry. I, I hate to keep bursting your bubble. Shit and piss. It's not going to be shit and piss. It's going to be piss and shit. <laughs> it's going to be one of those guys. I don't know. I don't know who. I don't know. Like who? Right now, I mean, they they don't have set in stone who's going to be the main title matches for WrestleMania. What the fuck's going on? They don't know what they don't know what they're doing, which is scary and comforting in the same way because it's like, what's really going to happen? Like we don't know which way they're going to go. 
But like I said, personally, I want to see Daniel Bryan. You don't know what's going to go on. Just bring in Goldberg. I want to see Daniel Bryan get the win, continue the yes movement to to WrestleMania, be the one to defeat the Fiend. Is it now the yes lock again? No. Still LaBelle it'll, lock? It'll still be the LaBelle lock, which I'm fine with. Leave I'm, it that way. I'm Yeah. That's what I want, too. Um, so... But I mean, either way, you can have you can have Roman Reigns go on to be the one to defeat the Fiend because you know it's the feel good story. He came back after battling cancer. He's getting a somewhat positive, more positive than negative reaction from the what crowd. What needs to happen is Matt Hardy needs to fight Bray <laughs> and knock him into yeah. the lake of reincarnation, or in his latest video, in the pool because they put some in the lake water in the pool. Oh my God. And now it's the pool of reincarnation. God help us all. Yes. It's even lo- more more close Knock to the, the home. Knock the into the pool and he comes out as Husky Harris. You know? <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> I got on the tank with a Ferrari engine. Cut his hair. <laughs> Cut my hair. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, you want to see something really scary? <laughs> <laughs> a little callback to to those who've been listening oh god it's the fiend <laughs> but he's he's smoking e-cigs he's blasting vapes <laughs> blasting vapes <laughs> what did the pope <laughs> blasting e-cigs? anyways so that's how i would book the royal rumble have have my boy d bride get the win go on to face the fiend but maybe I, I know that's probably not going to happen but Daniel Bryan will lose, and he'll leave, and he, and then Brian Danielson will come. Yeah, and he'll fight the American Dragon. Yes, Brian Danielson. It'll be like the three faces of Foley: <laughs> Daniel Bryan, then Brian Danielson, then the American American Dragon. I think it was cool as hell in the last video Dragon, game they Dragon. put. Uh, 2019, they put Brian Danielson in the game. Yeah. Yeah. What are your thoughts on? I don't know if you've played it this year. In 2020, I've read articles. <laughs> the articles on WWE 2K20. Dude, I hope they fix that shit. <laughs> I want to play it. You need to. A lot of people are pissed off at the game and stuff because those game-breaking um, glitches mm-hmm. I've not experienced. You haven't, but other have people not. have. And it's still, even though there's some features that are downgraded, it's still fun to me. Yeah. And I want to play it. You're playing stuff from 2018. <laughs> How's that feel? I'll go back and uh, play some older games. Yeah. Because cool. some people are like, I'm not getting 2020. It sucks. I'm going to stay with 2019. Okay. 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 Go ahead. Don't give a shit. Yeah. You play whatever you want. Yeah. Hey, go back to 2016 if you want. So they're saying that it's pretty much a Y2K bug. <laughs> pretty much. It got wiped out. Can't can't play it. <laughs> That's pretty sad. Yeah. You can't play the game in the year of which I don't it's get named that, after. You think that... Computers these days are freaking smart, way more uh, smart than in 2000. Mm-hmm. They shouldn't be having this shit. That's probably a human error. Someone put in the wrong line of code, put an X where it wasn't supposed At to first be. I was like, that's probably not. What if it's someone who put who did a bug or something? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Who fucking knows? So what do you think about uh, Natalia's heel turn? <laughs> I missed that. She's heel again. There was no official turn. She just came out and was very aggressive and was very heel-like towards Charlotte. I don't give a shit. They flop her all the time. Yeah, I'm I like, whatever. Like, and, I, and I feel bad because like I see videos of her meeting fans all the time, and she's like the sweetest person. 
But then you have her go out there and try and act heel, and it's so uncomfortable for her. Yeah. Like it never like, comes across well. I think we're gonna well. flip Natalia this week. This is some good shit. <laughs> Bring back Alicia Fox while we're at it. Oh god, <laughs> has she been released from the company? She's been moved to the um, alumni. Alumni, thank you. But what yes. she do though? She's just on the payroll, but she doesn't do anything. No, I think she's gone from the company. It was probably one of those where her contract A came up to silent release. Yeah, it was kind of like, hey, your contract's coming up. We're not going to renew it. Bye. I have a feeling that she won't wrestle anymore. Probably not. She'll do other things. She probably has a lot of money saved up. She's got a lot of followers, yeah. She'll be an entrepreneur, come up with like a makeup line or a clothing brand like many of the other past superstars. Like Paige has her own makeup. Maybe she can get with Val Venus and they can sell weed. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Yeah. And they can sell it to RVD. Yep. And his two girlfriends. Oh, my God. Did you see that? Did I send you that video of like... um, I forgot Impact they're interviewing like Brian Cage then they like pan to like the left and RVD is like making out with his girlfriend or wife or whatever <laughs> which one because he does have he's dating two girls you know that right no yeah he is he posted uh, all over his Twitter really <laughs> oh my god yeah. the, the one that's on Impact though yeah and they're both of, on Impact yeah both well, of the no, girlfriends no, 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 on no, no, Impact? No. One oh. of the girls that he's dating is, is on Impact. That was, yeah. Then there's another girl that they're dating together. So it's a it's a thruple. Thruple? It's a couple, but it's three. Oh. It's a thruple. I bet he gets three ways all the time. Pretty much. He's living the good life. <laughs> my girlfriend bangs my other girlfriend. And then I bang the both of them. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right, this next I wrote this next song after I dumped my girlfriend, <laughs> after I cheated on her with her girlfriend, and then I dumped the two of them like they were two hot rocks. And I think everyone can appreciate the blues. <laughs> New love falls over me like a storm. Before you were born, new love. There's something in your eye, and I realized. New love. Hang on, I got to fix the G. Oh. Tapes available in the parking lot. It's <laughs> twelve oh bucks for gosh. cassettes or fifteen for CDs. I can't no. believe Rob, Rob and him still wrestling. Yeah, you figure he'd be worn out by those two ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Man, he wrestles for Impact and he double dips. He double dips. <laughs> I don't know. I just hey. thought that that scene was crazy because there he's like Brian Cage is being interviewed and, was, and then he's just like making out with this chick and stuff and then they stop making out and it's like oh oh yeah sorry, I had a you. line yeah and he says something I'm like they're both like <laughs> looking at Robin like what the hell's going on here they're like <laughs> really getting it too probably <laughs> yeah next time you you pull up Twitter go to his uh, right go now. to his stuff and you can see so. uh but uh, what were we talking about? Oh yeah, Rob Van Dam. Rob, no, <laughs> selling selling weed to Rob Van Dam. Uh, <laughs> so uh, so they're trying to turn Natalia for Charlotte. She announced Charlotte announced that she's entering the Women's Royal Rumble. Um, Alistair Black had a really good match with Buddy Murphy. Um, I'm really glad. Whatever town that they were in, that crowd deserves a medal because they were on fire for a good chunk of the night. Um, 
all the matches they were very interested in, especially the Alistair Black and Buddy Murphy match. Yeah. Uh, Alistair ended up getting the victory. Um, I don't know what they're going to do with Eric Rowan, but it's starting to get tired where he's just going up against the job squad, whatever. They're trying to see what's in his cage, and then he beats him up. Like, all right, we've seen it for six, seven weeks now. It's getting a little tiring, getting a little done with it. Uh, the Street Profits, whom we have not seen in action for a while, uh, came out and defeated the OC. So, congrats to them. That's pretty cool. They're gonna, get, I think they're getting a title shot soon. Uh, Drew McIntyre defeated both Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. So that happened. Let's you know what they think of Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins as they job them out. Uh, but it does look like they're going to try and start building Drew McIntyre to to be a big star. Well, I thought they already been trying to do that. Yeah. It hasn't been helping. <laughs> well, now they're now he's kind of starting starting to show another side of himself, which I think is going to help him in the long run. I wouldn't be surprised if Drew is the one to take on Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. Really? I know, I know that there was talk about, you know, bringing in Kane Velasquez, um, but I just don't think that they're going to have What the hell are they going to do with that guy? Man, I don't even know. Like if you you came into the business already needing surgery and they go out there and just job you out in 20, you know, 2 minutes or whatever it was, like that's not a good sign, you know? No. Like uh-uh. that in my mind that immediately diminishes any threat that you had because it's like here's Brock Lesnar, the unstoppable, you know, beast. And oh, here's someone from the UFC, the you know, who actually put you in your place and you beat him in two minutes. So he's not a threat anymore. They're like, I want to get back at this motherfucker because he really beat me mm-hmm. in UFC. Yeah. Hey Kane, uh, if we pay you enough money, uh we lose. We're gonna we're gonna fly you out to the Middle East and have you lose in two and a half minutes and then you can leave. Yeah, go get your damn surgery. Go get your surgery. Get yourself taken care of. We're not going to pay for that shit. <laughs> um, I I sort of enjoyed the Randy Orton faking the injury. I yeah. thought that was really well done because they started at a live show like the night the, a night or two before, and they posted videos of him being tended to. WWE posted it? They did. Oh, okay. Well, people were taking pictures, posting it online, but then they came out, WWE came out like the next morning and was like, hey, breaking news, Randy Orton suffered a knee injury, nah, no timetable on how long he'll be out of action. And they even showed him, you know, backstage, hat, baseball hat on, knee propped up and all that. So I'm like, wow. So they went, they went like above and beyond to try and sell this and they did a really good job. But, um... You know, he came out in crutches or whatever, walking up, and they had a trainer help him lift his leg. And I'm like, come on. Uh, you knew something was up when AJ kicked the, the... I knew something was up the second AJ Styles came out. Like, I I sort of bit into it a little bit when he was tossing around Edge's name. You know, he was like, you know, people people... People don't realize this isn't ballet. People get injured all the time. People have had, you know career ending injuries like edge he was forced to retire you know and that's someone who i deeply respect and you know i've suffered an injury don't know how long i'm going to be out so it's kind of like okay he might seriously be injured they not might not be turning this into an angle but then once aj styles came out i was like all right they're they're playing this up he's going to hit the the rko or whatever um 
it took a little longer than I was expecting, to be honest. Like, I figured, you know, AJ kind of teased and taunted long enough. Yeah. And I was kind of like, okay, like, okay come on, you're going to you're gonna do it. And then once he, you know, kicked the first one, and then he was like, oh, you know, I'm, you know, you're patient, and I'm not. RKO. Like, RKO from out of nowhere. And it's like, okay, well, now you've got the crutches, and you're not going to use them? Like, beat the shit out of him. Come on, man. I'm surprised he hasn't done this stupid thing where, like, he's trying to show someone. He has, like, uh, shorts on. He pulls something out of his pocket, and when he pulls it out, he just RKs up, RKOs someone. Yeah. Oh, hang Check on. Check this out. I got oh. something for you. Oh, snap. RKO from out of nowhere. Like, that would be cheesy, but. Came from out of his pocket. Yeah. My out God. of nowhere. No. Out By of his God. pocket. Out of his pocket. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, it was okay, but it's kind of like, yeah, it went on a little too long. Yeah. Um, Andrade went up against a local guy, but it ended up in a no contest, and then he went up against Ricochet and defeated Ricochet. So that was pretty much the first, or no, I'm sorry, the last Raw of 2019, which I guarantee next week it's going to be the best Raw ever of 2020. <laughs> It'll be the worst Raw of 2020. It could also be the, the worst, yeah. Um, before we move on, what did you think about the fact that they went over this week? Mm-hmm. I thought it was kind of a, an odd statement because for the past few months, USA has been like, no over. You do not go over. Once We're going to give you this time on the once, last Raw once of you 2019. Hit, once you hit the top of the hour, you cut transmission. This time, they went like 12 minutes over. I don't know. I don't know what that is. Like, well, they did that. Like I'm, I'm wondering if it was something that Vince asked for, and they were like, all right, special occasion, end of the year, fine. You know, Go over, do whatever you got to do. Yeah. Or is it kind of a, we'll see how this plays out. Because I, from my understanding, the ratings were very positive during this angle and it only went up after the top of the hour. Like it continued to, to climb. Like people weren't tuning out. So that's kind of like a, that could be a good sign. And that's one of the things that we talked about uh, a couple weeks back where it's like, I miss them going over because whenever they're, whenever they have to end at the top of the hour, you know that there's going to be a finish to the match coming soon. Yeah. And it kind of lessens it for me because it's like, well, they got a minute left, so someone's going to have to get a pin here. You know, even though you know, okay, it's the main event, top of the hour, that, you know, the finish is coming soon. Whenever they go over, you're like, okay, might not come as soon as I thought. So for, for a segment like the, the wedding to go long, I was, at first, I was like, oh, man, are they going to have enough time to to do this skit? But then they went extra, and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. We'll see how it plays out. And, you know, it ended up being trash TV regardless. But, you know, people are talking about it, and people are tuning in to watch. So it works. Yeah. Unfortunately, it works. But we'll have to see how it plays out in the long run. But for the time being, it looks like we're going to be stuck with this angle for a little bit longer because they're adding more to it. It's no longer just Rusev, Bobby, and Lana. Now it's Rusev, Lana, Bobby, Lana's first husband, uh, Lashley's first hu- first wife, husband, his first, first husband, husband too, and now the Liv Morgan lesbian lover of Lana. That's a lot of L's. Say that again. Lana's lesbian lover, Liv Morgan. That's one way to do Say it. Say it three times fast. No. No. So, uh, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> contemplated. No, I'm not going to do that. But, uh, but yeah, so it was, it was raw. <laughs> yeah, it was raw for going, sure. Going in raw. That's right. Uh, AEW, man. First, uh, first episode of the year. 
Uh, I know last week they did not run a show for Christmas. Uh, NXT NXT yeah. did and blew them out of the water as far as the ratings. It was goes. a live one. I don't think taped. it was live. I think it was. I think it pre-taped. But um, I think NXT had like eight hundred and thirty-six thousand viewers, and NXT had zero because there was no broadcast. So it's kind of kind of a one-sided, lopsided victory on that one. But uh, this week it should be different. I won't be surprised to see it flipped because NXT held their year-end awards, whereas AEW had their live show. So yeah. it was the first one of 2020, and it was a great episode too. Um, they went back to Jacksonville where they had the, oh, which one was it? Was it the Fight for the Fallen? Uh, I believe it yes, was. Yes, Uh And so we got to see that really cool, like, amphitheater yeah, that they like do it in. That's, outside of the... Um, and I, I'm guessing it was cold because Justin Roberts was, like, double-coating. Yeah. But what was pretty cool, though, uh, throughout the show, and there's times where in the audience, they showed certain sections that had couches. Really? I didn't notice that. Yeah. That's cool. I was like... I want those seats. That's fancy. Sit comfortable. That's the fancy seats. Yeah. They bring like service drinks and all that yeah. to you. Like, Bottle hey, service, dog. Yeah. Hook me up. Bring me some popcorn and some waffle fries. I forgot. Free. What was the first thing on AEW? The first match, Cody versus Darby Allen. Yes. Great start. I like the fact that, that Arn Anderson is now like the teacher, the coach for the uh, the Nightmare family. Yeah. Or the Rose, however they nightmare nightmare family, man. It's like, and it came into play. Yeah, I like the fact that they did that. And man, there's reverse after reverse after mm-hmm. reverse, and the crowd was split between uh, cheering for Cody and Darby. I like that. It shows that Darby is a star. Um, one little tidbit, tidbit. that people wouldn't have known. Bit did. Uh, we knew about this because we were watching it. So the guy that came out before. Darby Allen was a guy from a band. Yeah, people at at the theater or at the, they at the show. Yeah. They're like, "Who the hell is this guy? <laughs> is that guy?" So, what did you think about Taz on commentary? Um, it wasn't that bad. I mean, he didn't like like oh, he's annoying or anything mm-hmm. like that. So, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, to me, it he added more. Yeah, uh, you know, like, <laughs> I forgot because he he was the one that's like, oh, it's so and so from the band. Yeah, and then and then what cracked me up was, um, oh shit, what's his name? Uh, the other commentator, Excalibur. Was, Excalibur is like, oh, I Jim, know that. <laughs> Jr. Like, and he's like, I didn't, uh, I didn't know that. Thanks, and my head popped up to the point where it was like, he did a better job, Taz did a better job than you when Bunny. And not Bunny, uh, Butcher and Blade came out. Oh, and yeah. they're like, The Blade. Yeah. The Blade. You're not explaining it. Taz, explain this. Mm-hmm. So There's something that Taz just brings to the table. I don't know if it was just the years of doing com- like color uh, color commentary for SmackDown in WWE yeah. for all of those years. But, man, like for me, I would – and this is no way a dig at Tony Schiavone. Like, I love Tony Schiavone. Like, I love his work. But for me, like – Taz and Excalibur and JR, they make a really good team. Yeah. Uh, like, I would much prefer Taz be on the, on the commentary table. I still think JR n- needs a little work. Like, he's still trying to find his footing, and they're still having trouble, like, going to transition into commercial and all that. <laughs> yes. They're not doing anything to correct it. They're just doing the same shit. Yeah. Um, so they definitely need to get on that. But, like, I felt like Taz adds more to the table. And... 
this is me flip-flopping mm-hmm. everywhere. Um, I think it was planned, but they've done this since they've been on air twice where they fucked up with referees mm-hmm. and done the wrong count. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed that before. It looked like they might have done that in the women's match, but I don't think it was. I think it I was went cool. back and watched it, and uh, she she did end up getting her shoulder up, so it was a good call. Okay. Um, so they did it. They did it right, but when you when you first watch it, it's kind of like, oh man, they Again? messed up. Yeah, fuck. But no, I went I went back and rewound it because I was I was going to show my wife, and uh, and I went back and was like, okay, it's not as bad as I originally thought. Like she she did end up getting her shoulder up, and and the ref saw it and stopped the count. Um. So, but uh, Cody ends up defeating Darby Allen. There was a uh, coffin drop that uh, came towards the end of the match. And uh, I love the fact that Arn Anderson got up and it was like pointing to his knee, like telling Cody, get your knee up, get your knee up. Yeah. Uh, so Darby did the coffin drop, landed on uh, Cody's knees, and uh, that ended up costing him the match. And uh, Cody ended up getting the victory, but the crowd was hot for it. The action was hot. They were hot for teacher. They were hot for teacher in that cold area. Where Justin Roberts required not one, but two coats. My God. Uh, after that, we got to see the fatal four-way between Riho, Britt Baker, Sheeta, and Nyla Rose. Man, that crowd was hot for uh, for Sheeta. Yeah. They loved her. Um, good reaction for Riho. Good reaction for Britt Baker. Don't really remember the intro for Nyla Rose. I don't either. But, uh, um, I mean, all four of these ladies went out and put on a really good performance. Um a little bit of miscommunication, timing issues that they had. Um, yeah, some of it, some of it looked meh, but uh, all in all, it was an enjoyable match. It wasn't, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't anything like spectacular. No, no. Uh, Riho ended up getting the victory, pinning Britt Baker to retain the the women's championship. After that, we got to see uh, best friends come out. Yeah, because. Um Trent's taking on John Moxley. Mm-hmm. They're really pushing Trent, man. They are, and uh, no longer Trent Beretta, as they clarified. And uh, dude, did you hear they, the... they, they named him Trent Beretta before? Well, Jr. came out and specified. He was like, "No longer Trent Beretta. He's I just thought he's Trent always now. been Trent, Trent and Chuck. Yeah. Well, Trent, since in AEW, Trent, Trent not Converse shoes, Taylor, or Chuck Taylor as. As Chuck Taylor says, Dustin and Greg. Yeah. Because he gets <laughs> Apparently, Chuck Taylor likes to say in, not on like AEW programming, but being elite, he likes to call like by their real names, Dustin and Greg. <laughs> and that's when Trent's like, why don't we just go by our wrestling names? Yeah. That might go a little bit better. <laughs> Fans might know who you're talking about. But man, do you hear the reaction for Orange Cassidy when he came out? It was nuts. Yeah. Like, they lost, the fans lost their minds. They love Orange Cassidy, man. I love it, too. Do you see his new shirt? Uh, I don't think so. I may have. I don't know. Guess what color it is. Orange. That's right. <laughs> Freshly squeezed, sir. Man, if they can, like, get with the people with, like, Crayola and create, like, a, another <laughs> shade of orange that has not been, like, picked. And, like, mm-hmm. this one's actually, this orange shade's Cassidy. called Orange Cassidy. Yeah. That'd be funny. Uh, so, it was, uh, Trent versus John Moxley. Crowd went nuts for John Moxley too. He's probably 
Aside from Jericho, he's the biggest star. Trent got some good moves in on John. He does. Yeah, I'm glad that they're kind of giving him a push. And I was thinking about it. I was sad because, sorry. I was sad. I was like, give Chuck some shine. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. I'm like, okay, two former WWE guys, you know, going out there showing what they're capable of. And I'm like, it's been a while since we really saw Chuck in the ring. Like, is he injured or like what's going on? Like, I haven't been I haven't been keeping up with AEW Dark, so I know that they've been competing on there every once in a while, tag matches and stuff. And tag matches safe a safe way for them to yeah. compete even if they're injured. Um, but uh, yeah, and we're gonna see a lot of shine from Trent, not so much for for Chuck. Um, John Moxley had a stare down with uh, Orange Cassidy. Cassidy put his hands in the pockets, and John Moxley did the same thing with a little pelvic thrust action, and. Uh, that was enough for Orange Cassidy. He conceded, man. That's uh that's that's a devastating blow. Yeah. <laughs> hump it into submission. They gotta hump it into submission. That's right. But uh John Moxley does end up getting the victory over Trent. And then uh So this little tidbit cracked me up. I don't know if you noticed this. Sammy Guevara coming through the crowd. Mm-hmm. Did you see the guy's reaction when he took that popcorn from that guy in the crowd? I didn't see the reaction. Like, I forgot that guy to go was back. pissed. Oh, I can imagine. Like, dude, this shit ain't cheap. Yeah. I, I don't think he followed, but he looked <laughs> he looked pissed like he was about to go after him. I'm like, oh, my God. Why would y'all do this? to? Because I would get pissed, too. Yeah. Like, yeah you, you took better, my shit. You and no give one's that gonna, back. Yeah. And, and ooh. I'm, am I getting ejected over $7 popcorn? I just might. I'm going to jail tonight. Would you be a dick and, like, go to security like, hey, Someone has to pay for this. I didn't, and he just took it. I would think, in my mind, that they would have a representative nearby, and was like, "Hey, let let's we'll we'll get you another a thing, you know, another tub of popcorn." Because he also took someone's beer, didn't he? Or no, yeah, he took a drink. Uh, It wasn't an alcoholic drink, but he's probably too young to drink. That kid, (laughs) Sammy, is young. Uh, mid to late twenties, probably. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's probably old enough to drink. I'm just making a little joke yeah. about that. But uh, but yeah, Sammy came out and said, "Hey, man, we got a we got a little message from the champion towards you," and uh, it was Jericho offering him 49 percent of Inner Circle <laughs> LLC and a new car, which was quite nice. It was quite lovely. It took a little bit to get Jericho in that car, though. But. It took yeah, it took a, <laughs> once uh. he got in the car, it took a while for it to get going, and then yeah. then he pulls off. But um. I like the fact that they're they're kind of slow burning this, and Moxley even said, you know, if you want to hear my answer, tune in next week. So okay, there's your tease. That's gonna keep people coming back. What's he gonna do? Is he gonna join, or is he gonna face Jericho at the Revolution on February 29th? Which, let's be honest, that's probably what they're gonna do. But um, or what if he joins and says, well, I still want my title shot because I'm the number one contender. So deal with plays it. them. Yeah, play you for a fool. Uh, after that, we got to see Sammy Guevara going up against Dustin Rhodes. Good action uh, in this match. Um, it's one of those where it's like, dude, Dustin Rhodes is like 49 years old, and he can still do some of the moves that he did. Um, he's got it. He's still got it. Jake Hager came out, made his presence known, ended up costing Dustin the match. So, But it was good. Was, with these was good. older guys still wrestling. Like, I got to get paid, man. Like uh, PCO. Yeah, I was about to say that that dude's probably had the best 2019. He's going to die in the ring. The flip, you watched that video? I did. Oh, those flips that he does? Yes, it's insane. He's 50 years old. He doesn't mean to doing all that. He's 51. 51, whatever. 
Yes. He'll be lucky if he makes it to 52. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Keeps doing that. Get the belt off him before he dies. Right? Vacate the title. <clears throat> Due to death. <laughs> death does not kick out. Yeah. Or you can't kick out from death. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so Sammy Guevara ended up getting the victory. Then MJF came out. While they were His a commercial. stipulations were weird, man. They were, but I love the fact that he went... Like, you could tell he was stalling for time, so they were like, oh, just go through the crowd and tease them. Online, and they, like, in the Facebook post, they switched it around. What do you mean? Because it was like, okay, so what's what's the everything he has to do? He has to have a match with Wardlow. He, he has to the have first, The first stipulation is that Cody is not allowed to touch MJF. Okay, so that was the first one, mm-hmm. yeah. And then the second one, he must face Wardlow in a cage match. Yes. And the third one is that Cody must receive 10 lashes. So online with AEW, they switched to the last two. Hmm. So it's don't touch him, has to have 10 lashes, and then have a match with Wardlow. And he has to win that match. Yes, so they switched them. I was like, they're really going to – I don't know. I feel like that the lashes is, a, is a excessive. I think it's suitable for a heel. Because yeah. like you want to you want to face me? Here's what you have to do. How bad do you want to fight me? What links would you go to to fight? I gotta me? reopen your cut on your forehead. Probably that could the, be the, one of the your your double eyebrow. Yeah, like to me, I thought it was one of those where it's it's going to be, and a lot of people I did see a lot of people commenting how strange the stipulations were, especially like the ten lashes. But I'm thinking, no, this is a heel tactic. It's like, you can't touch me. You can't do anything to me, but I'm going to whip you 10 times. And there's nothing you can do about it. And if you don't accept these terms, you don't get to fight. You don't get to fight me. Yeah. Like, I I was all on board for it. Because what it's going to do, it's going to show the lengths that Cody will go to get his hands on MJF. Yeah. Cause he's, and then they got to stall because there's so much time in between yeah. pay-per-views. You've got about it's two months. Funny. You have two months to stall We're not this. used to that. Yeah. So you could do the lashes on one week, and then the next week, oh, now you're going to be facing Wardlow. And then after that, we're just going to have confrontations and all this other shit, contract signings or something. Oh, you still can't touch me. You know? So they'll they'll have opportunities because, you know, MJF is a a majestic creature on the mic. But I love the fact that while they were in commercial, he was going around the ring telling people, hey, kiss my ring. And he got a couple smooches from some of the ladies and all that. And um, there was one lady in particular, he held the ring out or he tried to get a kiss from her. She said no. And he was like, well, how about on the cheek? He was like, okay, yeah. So she kissed him on the cheek and he was like, oh, yes, of course. Oh, and don't forget, don't forget the ring. And there's a guy standing next to her. He's like, what are you doing? Don't kiss the ring. And so she finally kissed the ring. He's like, why would you do that? And like, he's like flipping out. And I'm like, this is great. Like, yeah. MJF gets such a good reaction from the crowd. Oh, for sure. And, you know, then he steps in the ring, cuts the promo that he does. I like, and... he's like, I will have a conversation with Wardlow. <laughs> he doesn't say nothing. <laughs> that was a great chat, buddy. Great chat. Good talking to you. So, uh, yeah, it was really good. Then uh, backstage, there was a s- interview segment with Riho, um, and Britt Baker appears and was like, "You know what? Thank you so much for showing back up. You know, while you've been gone, I've been out carrying the load for the for the women's division and all that. So it kind of seems like Britt Baker's going to be turning heel on uh, on Riho. So we'll have to see. And I know that there was a segment, a backstage segment that you in particular really enjoyed, featuring your boys from SCU. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> yes, that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was good. It was pretty good. All okay. right, well, moving on. Let's good night. Um, no, when they're talking about their about titles, it, and then you know everyone wants a piece of you know the belts. There's yeah. different tag teams they and stuff, and you know especially the, the Dark Order. The you know the spooky perverts spooky trying perverts. to stick their nose where they don't, where it doesn't belong, and then Kaz goes, "Ew, that's gross." <laughs> gross it i don't know does it, does it it bothers me a little bit when they're like d- diminishing like when they're talking about the um uh what's it called minions mm-hmm. for dark order because everyone calls them spooky perverts <laughs> and it's like you know they're trying to establish this order minions. and everyone calls them spooky perverts even commentary team calls mm-hmm. them spooky perverts so that I don't know, kinda it kind of diminishes work. it a little bit, yes. where the fans aren't going to take it as seriously, because yeah. the wrestlers aren't taking it seriously, the commentators aren't taking it seriously. So why should we take it seriously? And then um, Sammy Guevara shows up and he's talking. Hang on, <laughs> excuse me, sorry. But, and then um, he said he can. Uh, well, Sammy was like, you know, hey old Daniels, man, yeah. You know, you haven't been doing good lately and yeah. stuff. Your boy's got the belt, but what do you got? You got nothing. Yeah. Sammy Guevara's mid-20s, whatever. And Christopher Daniels like 50. Yeah. <laughs> but Hey, old man. Yeah. Don't lick my screen. And then he touched the screen. He's, oh. oh, my camera. You know. Uh, so that was pretty funny. Yeah. So they're going to have a match next week. You have to be on the lookout for that. Uh, main event time. Kenny Omega, Young Bucks teaming up to go up against Pac and Lucha Bros. With uh, Hangman Adam Page, who had been <laughs> drinking uh, on commentary. Oh, so they had a, um, a backstage segment or a bar segment yeah. with uh, Private Party and um, Hangman Page. Yeah. Um, and they tried to stop him from drinking, and he got pissed off and all that stuff. Like, you weren't even invited to this party. Yeah. I'm, well, I'm going to drink anyways. I still don't like promos from Private Party or anything yeah. like that. Yeah, they, they got to grow. They'll grow on you. And they'll grow. We'll see. Okay. So, uh, all in all, man, and uh, the good guys won this one because the question was, are the elite still elite? And in which case, they yeah. proved, yes, they were. And it was a really exciting, really fun match. Oh, yeah. And uh, and uh, it was a really good episode of AEW. Good start to 2020. They're trying to get Page at the end to come into the ring. He's like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. good, you, good. you guys go ahead and have your fun. Uh, I, I saw on Instagram that uh, Superhuman was in the audience. Oh my god! Hey, he went backstage and took pictures with the wrestlers. This is to be human. <laughs> god, you have a lisp. I don't know. Does he? I don't know. Superhuman. Don't try this at home. Hope you enjoy. Whoop whoop. Fuck this shit. <laughs> god. <laughs> so that ended uh, AEW. Moving over to NXT. Like I said, there wasn't a, a live episode. They did. The, I didn't watch any of it. So. I didn't either, but I saw the uh, I saw the results or whatever of the awards, the 2019 awards. So, uh, tag team of the year, undisputed era, male competitor of the year goes to Adam Cole, uh, female competitor of the year, Shayna Baszler, which all of these I completely agree with. Uh, feud of the year, Cole versus Gargano, hard to disagree with that one. Uh, the future star. They need to work on the wording for it because it was like the future star of 2019. Well, shouldn't it be like of 2020, like looking into the year? Anyways, the future star is Dakota Kai. So I'm guessing that's their, this is the one you need to watch. Uh, The breakout star of the year, Keith Lee, bask in his glory. 
And then uh, the match of the year, Cole versus Gargano at NXT TakeOver New York. And then the overall competitor of the year goes to Adam Cole. So maybe Adam Cole, baby, walking away with four awards out of, uh, what was it, like eight eight or nine? I mean, more than Slammies. That's right. Because they they come from the heart. Yep. So uh, really good. I mean, cool. (laughs) I can't wait to see what happens in 2020. Dude. The crazy years that we've had in the wrestling world since, like, 2015, I can't imagine what's going to happen this year. It's, like, I've been trying to think of, like, what's something that would happen that would make me just, like, lose my mind? And I'm like, I can't even come up with something because of how crazy the past few years have been. Like, NXT becoming the official third brand. The fact that AEW exists. The fact that Samoa Joe, AJ Styles, all these other stars are in WWE right now. Uh, you know, the rise in popularity of all these other promotions. You know, all and, working and, with WWE. Yeah. Like, NWA power being a success. Uh, you know, Impact shifting over to... to uh, access TV and essentially <laughs> kicking impact new, uh, still keep jumping still uh, networks yeah impact still existing yeah um, well it's not TNA so it's not but uh, you know they essentially switched networks and now New Japan is not going to be on access anymore which is kind of a bummer um, table for three on WWE with Sting uh, Jeff Jarrett and and uh, AJ Styles talking about. TNA Impact stuff. Yeah. What? I mean, it's going to be... 2020, I think, is going to be a pretty crazy year. I don't know how they could top it with, like... No, they could top it, but what I mean is they the can craziness of, like... I don't know. Well, WWE reason, buys New Japan, not really, but... No, you know. I don't think it's going to be anything big like that, but I think that we are going to be seeing a definite shift in power. Paradigm shift. Not a paradigm shift, but a, a power shift in WWE with the XFL getting ready to launch in February. So that's going to take a lot of Vince's time and dedication away from WWE. Now, supposedly he wasn't even at raw this past week. Yeah. Uh, It was all being run by Paul Heyman and supposedly Shawn Michaels is hopping on board for raw as well. Paul Heyman and Shawn Michaels. Yeah. So they're supposedly going to be running raw for the foreseeable future. I think that's what the article said. I have to double check, but I think that's what it was. Um, but uh, yeah, it's going to be. I think twenty twenty is going to be a pretty crazy year. I don't have any predictions, but I just any like news on CM Punk? Or not not like joining like WWE, but like after like the first and second time he was on like backstage, mm-hmm. and it's like meh right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, low key. I think that's just what he's going to do. He's going to pop in every once in a while and be their guest analyst or whatever and collect those paychecks. Yep. Do, do whatever he wants. Fair enough. Pipe bomb. Um, in Hot Topic News, Booker T has come out and released a statement saying he would like to manage the street profits. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, I think that would be a nice touch. Um, and one person who might be leaving WWE soon whenever his contract expires is Drew Gulak. And the reason why people were speculating this is because he recently trademarked Catchpoint, which for those who don't remember, he was uh, that was involved. That was yeah, yeah. So the, he's trademarked that now. Wow. So um, well, because the other people that was in uh, Catchpoint, some of them, mm-hmm. not all of them, like Tracy Williams. Tracy Williams is in ROH. Yeah. Um, I forgot 
some of the other guys that were in it, but uh, I think Matt Riddle was. Matt Riddle was. Yeah. He was in it whenever uh, whenever we saw him live. Yeah. At the so, Evolve show. I don't know, man. I don't know what's going to happen or what they want to do. And yeah. I've always liked Drew Gulak. Mm-hmm. So, because I think they signed a three-year deal back in 2016, and now here we are in 2020, which it'll probably go until a certain month, probably April, which is you know once WrestleMania is done. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens in the uh, near future. Or did they come in and say, "Hey, we're gonna offer you a, a two-year extension and a lot more money to try and keep people on the on the card but who knows we'll see any word on uh, the people who've just been released what their plans are Mm-mm. none that i've seen at least oh. that's another thing the next like the next couple of months we're gonna start seeing a couple faces pop up like i know that uh the ascension already have a gig booked up like they're gonna be wrestling at a small time place but uh i won't be surprised when luke harper makes his appearance um, who else? Who else left? Sinkara. Sinkara. He well, he went to Mexico and wrestled as Sinkara <laughs> on AAA, and there was a big as Sinkara. The name yeah, Sinkara. Like he came out. Sinkara was on the screen. Ooh. He was announced as Sinkara, but then then he came out and said, you know, he's transitioning into a different character. So. I was like, you can't do that. Yeah, so there's there's possible legal ramifications for that, but uh, who knows? We'll see what happens. But I just think it's gonna be nuts. Why don't you just do like S I N N? Kara. Sure. Not S I N. Yeah. You can get away with that, right? Or no? No, maybe. What about Sin Karas? Sure. No faces. Yes. Okay. No faces. All right. Well, that's going to do us for this week. I know I'm certainly looking forward to seeing what 2020 has to offer in the world of wrestling. Hope you guys do as well as you are along for the ride as we continue to talk about it each and every week. Almost. Almost. Yeah, we try and get it as much as we can. And get it in. Oh. <laughs> I, know, I know this year we're going to... we On this show alone, we have two major platforms that we're going to hit in 2020. We're going to hit 450 episodes, and we're going to hit 10 years Fuck. in December. So 10 years of doing the show is Holy shit. what lies around the corner. So uh, thank you all so much for uh, sticking around over the years, uh, whether you listened just this week or if you've been here since day one-ish. So Ish. Uh, we certainly appreciate the the continued support. But if you have any questions for us, make sure to leave it on our podcast page, WNS Podcast. You can check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com, WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook. You can subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. We're on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, Player.fm, Satchel, and Spotify. Stitcher! Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at WNS Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter, WNS underscore Dano. You can follow Tyler at Tyler underscore Abear. So for the podcast crew, I am Dano Heron. I am Tyler Abear. And we will catch you all next week. Bye. Bye.